what we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is, John. Indeed it is. Uh, hello. Hello. Live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in uh, lovely Kinston, North Carolina. It is Thursday, May the 25th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 867 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-host, John Dawson, Jonathan Massey. They'll be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. Oh, man. Talk about another one of the icons of my childhood passed away yesterday. Before we even get to talking about today's show, Tina Turner passed away yesterday at the age of 83. And just reading straight from the CNN story, Tina Turner, the dynamic rock and roll singer, a rock and soul singer who rose from humble beginnings and overcame a notoriously abusive marriage to become one of the most popular female artists of all times, died yesterday. Her family announced she was 83. She died at her home in uh, close to Zurich, Switzerland. This is a statement from her family. With her, the world loses a music legend and a role model. With her music and her boundless passion for life, she enchanted millions of fans around the world. Hold on, we got to listen a little bit to this. Miss her. She was just amazing. I'm telling you, uh, just her story, especially if you come from a, from an abusive home like I did, uh, her story was just amazing that with the strength and resiliency and everything that she expressed, man, Tina Turner, one of the best, uh, and rest in peace, rest in peace. Just a, a sad, sad day yesterday when, I, when, we, when we all found that out. So, uh, hey, rest in peace, Tina Turner. Wait a minute. You want to hear this chorus? Let's listen to the chorus here. Yes. Rest in peace, Tina, Tina Turner. Uh, uh, that one gets me right in the feels, man. Uh, just a, a superstar, superstar. Hey, we've got another great show for you today. Joining me in about 20 minutes or so on our Spence Automotive. I, I'm waiting for uh, uh, Shane to give me the beep beep. It's going to be the voice. Uh, our Spence Automotive, Spence Automotive guest line is going to be the voice of Down East Wood Ducks and University of Mount Olive Athletics. Our good friend, uh, Sugar Shane Albee, he's going to help us get called up on uh, the end of the UMO 2023 spring sports season, uh, which ended with uh, UMO in the uh, Southeast Regional. And just uh, what a great season they had. Uh, had Rob Watt here on the show. They put together a pretty good weekend. Came up a little bit short, but still a great, great season that uh, the Trojans had. And you know what? I'm going to get them to put a wrap on the whole UMO 22-23 sports seasons, too, between uh, men's and women's basketball, soccer, softball, baseball, and just get him to talk to us a little bit about that. We're going to commiserate about our Downey's Wood Ducks uh, leaving probably with everything. It's a couple more new developments yesterday. Looks like it'll be uh, after next season, after the 24 season. But uh, we'll we'll have so much to talk to uh, Shane about. You know how it goes. We we start talking and we 
get off on about 18 different topics. So I'm looking forward to talking to my friend Shane Albee about that. Uh, <laughs> meow, meow indeed. Uh, speaking of the Woodies, in our second hour, uh, we're going to have the Honorable Mayor of Kenston, Dontario Hardy, joining us here live in our plush well-lit studio. Got to tell you, man, uh, I was hoping having uh, Wade Howell on yesterday would have cleared up some of the uh, confusion, some of the uh, misinformation that's out there about uh, about, the, about the Wood Ducks leaving and all that. And if anything, it may even be more pronounced now than it was yesterday. Not because of what we did here on the show. Uh, we just need to get the word out there. And that's why I want to have the mayor in here. There is a lot of hyperbole and chest bumping and everything going out there right now about the sale and move of the team. And a lot of the blame for it is landing at the feet of the Kinston city council and mayor Hardy, but not so fast. Like I said, if you listen to our interview yesterday with uh, former down East wood ducks, general manager and president Wade, Howell, uh, you would know better. I mean, <laughs> Wade has nothing to gain, nothing to lose, nothing. He just put the facts out there on the table that listen, this team was leaving no matter what this team was being sold. No matter what it had nothing to do with the uh with with what the city council did with what uh, the mayor did uh it really didn't now getting a new team in here and getting another franchise in here that has something to do but listen we have proven and i it's you if you've listened to the show this week and i know i hope i know and i hope a lot of you have my evolution from earlier this week just being angry about it to, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm going through the, the stages of grief or whatever, uh, but it's just resignation. And like I said, just to the point where listening to uh, Wade yesterday, just explained that, listen, there was nothing they could do. If we were, there's really nothing we could do as fans. Even if we average 3000 fans a game, which is what, uh, Wade said, or I asked him and he said that if the. Uh, if we poured every spare dime we have here in this poor city of Kinston into uh, Granger stadium and to the team, this team wasn't staying. It wasn't, uh, the two things, really the pandemic and then, uh, uh, major league baseball buying minor league baseball. Those are the two main reasons. I know one of the questions that I asked, uh, Wade yesterday is I want to be mad at somebody. I mean, who do I need to be mad at with this? And I like what he said. He was like, listen, be mad at major league baseball. When they bought minor league baseball, it changed the whole dynamics. It changed everything about, uh, the way minor league baseball teams are run. And, uh, that's when Texas decided to get out. And on top of all that, you throw in that the city of Spartanburg, Spartanburg, South Carolina is building a $250 million complex. A $250 million complex in downtown Spartanburg. There's just, there's really no way to compete with that. So anyway, I'm going to have the mayor on here, uh, just to answer some, uh, tough questions. Uh, he's going to, uh, uh, explain what happened. Uh, and I don't know, like I said, I'm just, uh, I'm heartbroken. I know you are too. And even people who are throwing darts and everything and want to take shots at the city council and at the city of Kinston. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, Rhonda Barwick and the mayor and everybody, there's really, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, economics have dictated that we are not a strong enough market. The city of Kinston, Lenore County, Eastern North Carolina, we are not a strong enough market to be able to, uh, to support a minor league baseball team. And like I said, I, I guess you could say the stages of grief or whatever that I'm going through with this is you've just got to realize that that is a fact. And you know what? We get a team in here that we know we can support and that we won't have these ridiculously high uh, standards that we have to keep to be able to keep a minor league baseball team in here. The hard work that Bill Ellis put into this, and I talked to a couple people yesterday, and they weren't denigrating what the other people did that were part of this, but it, it was primarily Bill Ellis that made this thing happen from, uh, the Texas Rangers people that I've talked to, uh, they, I, I hurt for Bill. I really do. I, I really hurt for Bill because I mean, he is a man that, uh, worked his tail off to, uh, keep baseball in here. Corey Povar, uh, here in the last little bit, the uh, parks and rec director has really worked hard too. And, um, 
it just it, it's just a realization. It's a resignation that hey, we can't keep a minor league baseball team here. We just don't have the economics for it. We need to be uh, averaging 2,500, 3,000 fans a game. That's never happened in the history of Kinston, even in the high watermarks of the Kinston Eagles and uh, even as well as the Kinston Indians played. And, uh, you know, we had great crowds here. They never averaged 2,500 fans a game. This franchise, this team is going to Spartanburg, South Carolina, where their expectations are going to be for 6,000, 7,000 fans a game. And uh, and they'll get them a $250 million baseball complex i gotta tell you if i win the lottery the big lottery i'll probably do that i'll build i'll build hanks field or i'll refurbish uh granger stadium and we'll call it granger hanks stadium how about that and uh, we'll get somebody in here but it's just it's guys in the economic environment that we're in today we are not going to be able to keep a, a team uh and it's just it's been proven now what does this mean next for us? And again, I, I'm stealing some of the stuff we're going to talk to uh, Mayor Hardy about when he joins us here in our second hour. But uh, the next natural thing is we get a good team in here. We get—I know everybody is uh, clamoring about the Kenston Wingman. Hey, I, go support them, and I will be out there. I want to go see them. Uh, our friend Jackson Massey is a head coach out there. In fact, he is scheduled to come on here on Tuesday and talk about the Wingman. So uh, as they uh, get ready to have their home uh, debut next tuesday so uh if it's the wingman if it's a cpl team whatever it could be an independent uh baseball team allegedly allegedly diamond baseball holdings is supposed to help us find a team to come into uh granger stadium so we'll see what's going to happen with all that uh and again in our second hour if you're not able to listen hey that's one of the things i guess this education of me on and i'm changing lanes here on you but the education of me and radio listening uh, habits is that we have like, uh, Pam Sheffield, uh, Keith Spence. We have, uh, other folks who listen to us here in our first hour, or maybe even in the first 30 minutes as they're on their way in to work, but then you don't get to listen to the second hour because you're already at work and well, you're working, but listen to the second hour. And I'll tell you what, if you get a chance, listen to the second hour of Wade Howell yesterday, I encourage you to, uh, and you will find out a lot more than, People getting on Facebook and just screaming and, you know, and being mad and stuff. He just very level-headedly tells you what the deal is, why we lost our team, why we're getting ready to lose our team, uh, why the team was sold, why it's going to be moved to Spartanburg, and how really, again, this mayor and the city council had no control over that whatsoever. They really didn't. Uh, There's nothing they could have done, and there's nothing you can tell me that they could have done to keep this team here uh, with, like I said, with everything that was stacked up against us, stacked up against his team remaining here. So, again, listen to that from yesterday. It's good. It's really good. I mean, uh, it's almost like reading a a long form story or whatever. And that's what I kind of pride this show on being. Anyway, is we're not just you know a, a couple of sound bites and all that. I mean, we dig into issues here on the show. And that's what we're doing instead of just having emotional reactions to stuff. And like I said, I was guilty of it earlier this week. Don't get it twisted. Hell, I'm going to tell the mayor that. I mean, I was mad at him earlier this week. And until until I found out the facts and found out what was really going on and realized there, you know, there's nothing they could do. Let's try to get this thing turned around. Let's get a team in here. If it's an old North State League team like the Kenston Wingman, which we already have, It'd be neat to see them playing over at Granger Stadium in 25. Or if it's the uh, if it's a CPL team, that would be neat too. So uh, we'll see what's going to happen here. I know, uh, again, uh, man, you talk about just being in the right place at the right time. Uh, the Kenston Wingmen are definitely in that situation. They were supposed to play in Gastonia, or Gastonia. They were supposed to play in uh, Goldsboro, uh, they were supposed to play in Goldsboro this year at the, uh, it's been renamed so many things, but at the ECAP at the East Carolina athletic park. And, uh, one thing or another, they just weren't able to do it. So they talked to LCC. They found out a way that they could come and play over at Lancer field, which by the way, a great field just needs lights over there. We need to need to get some lights over at uh, Lancer field, but that's a subject for another day. But, uh, so they end up coming over here. They change their name from the Goldsboro wingman to the Kenston wingman. 
and uh and here they are uh with us losing our minor league team uh they've just stepped into a really good situation i know i saw a video last night i didn't get actually actually watch it but i saw the what it said on it and it was uh the kenston wingman gm i guess and i guess they're, they're thinking about changing the name of the team to uh better reflect uh the city of Kenston and Lenore County instead of uh, the wingman, which was, of course, uh, an homage to uh, Seymour Johnson Air Force Base. That's pretty exciting. Again, Luke Cannon plays for that team from North North. We've got like three LCC players that play for this team, uh, three or four University of Mount Olive players that play for it. So I'm excited about getting out there. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm going to be a Wood Ducks fan until they leave. I'm going to I'm going to buy season tickets again next year if we have the team here. We need to support this team. So folks that are like, oh, I'm not going out to another uh, Wood Ducks game, well, I'm just going to say it. That's stupid. That is a stupid thought if you're like, I'm not going to support this Down East Wood Ducks team because they're leaving us. Well, if you do that, then you might as well just give up on professional baseball being in Kinston at all then. And I'm talking about even semi-professional with uh, the Woodbat Leagues of CPL or Old North, North State League. It, because if you don't show up and support the Wood Ducks, who is going to, if we're averaging 300 fans a game for Wood Ducks games, who's going to want to come in here? Okay? Let's support the Wood Ducks. Let's get out there. Let's buy the gear. Let's eat our meals out there. Let's have our events out there. That's going to show future owners. Again, we may get an independent team in here, an independent professional team, but we've got to show that we can support baseball at some level. So there you go. I'll get off my soapbox about that because, like I said, joining us in our second hour will be Ontario Hardy. Joining us here in just a few minutes from now is going to be uh, Shane Albee of uh, the Down East Wood Ducks and the University of Mount Olive uh, Athletics. Okay, I had. Uh, let, let me get you called up on uh, Junius. Uh, Junior Smith III, uh, I don't even have to tell you who he is, of course, the owner of encmoments.com, uh, the preeminent sports uh, prep sports website in our area, and uh, it has been shuttered. It has been uh, not updated in a while, and it's because uh, our good friend had brain surgery a couple of days ago, uh, had a mass on his brain, and uh, let me get it just be easier for me to uh, – yeah, Linda – you're absolutely right. Uh, she just sent me a message and said, if we don't support them, there's a very good chance we will not get another team, and that is absolutely 100% correct. So uh, let me just read to you from uh, what I posted yesterday up on uh, Facebook. Uh, from uh, I, I got to go visit with him yesterday. Uh, they had just removed. Uh, he had been intubated, and uh, well, he was extremely groggy. Uh, he sort of recognized me a little bit, but... Uh, but he was just coming, you know, coming out, he'd been out of surgery for about 24 hours, but they were taking him out of the, uh, medically induced coma and all that. But I've got to brag on, uh, all you folks that have been praying and have, uh, him good vibes and all that. It's, it, it's really helped. Uh, Junius is recovering nicely from his brain surgery. Uh, the surgery, it took about six hours. It removed 90% of the bad mass from his brain. Surgeons are going to go back at a later date. We don't know when that's going to be. And uh, now I didn't get to talk to the surgeon yesterday, but I talked to his mom uh, up there and just said that he, uh, uh, they don't know when, but they are going to go back in and take out the remaining 10% of uh, that mass. Now, a lot of people have asked, uh, is it cancerous? We don't know yet. Uh, the doctors don't know yet. Uh, they are uh, performing tests and biopsies on the mass. It's a process that's going to take several days. This isn't, you know, as someone who's gone through what I've gone through in my life and seen, uh, you know, what when you have a cancer di- cancer diagnosis or you're thinking uh, something is cancer, it's not something you can just take out and go, oh, yeah, that's cancer. I mean, you've got to perform biopsies. You've got to perform tests. So that's where we are right now with uh, him is they're going to find out uh, if it is. Uh, he was, like I said, he was still, he was so groggy when I was there yesterday afternoon. But the doctors and nurses are so pleased with the way that he came through. He's a he's strong, strong as a bull, and uh, it's going to get better for him. Uh, I gotta give some love, and I did in the post that I did on Facebook yesterday. But I got this. I had this idea of you know what? How awesome would it be for Junius to wake up from surgery and just see 
just some love from the county. So I, I got up with all our ADs here in Lenora County, uh, our uh, athletics directors at, or coaches, not all the ADs, but coaches and ADs from each one of our five high schools, Kinston, North North, South North, Parrot Academy, Bethel Academy, and uh, the Down East Wood Ducks. I know I should have gone to LCC. I may do that. Uh, Linda and I are going up tomorrow to go visit with him. So uh, we may, uh, maybe I'll make a stop at LCC. And uh, I need to get over to Green Central, too. I can't believe I forgot Green Central. Uh, and take him another bag of stuff. But I took two bags of gear in there from uh, Kenston. So thank you. Uh, let me just tell you, from Kenston High School, thank you to Ryan Diesel Gieselman and Perry Tindall. From North Lenore, uh, Jackson Massey. Thank you, Coach Massey. From uh, South Lenore, uh, David Combs. From Parrot Academy, and I got to tell you, is, is everybody gave a lot of stuff. Nobody gave more than Parrot Academy, man. And that was between... Matt Beeman and Shiver Person, uh, when I went over to go pick up stuff from the Down East Wood Ducks, and let me tell you, man, John Clemens from the Wood Ducks gave him a jersey, gave him the number 27 jersey, uh, a green one. It's beautiful. I don't even have a, a numbered jersey, and uh, it's just it was awesome. But Shiver Person was there and had a couple of uh, Parrot Academy items with him too. He gave those to me. When I went over to Parrot Academy, uh, Matt Beeman, a game used in the state championship uh, this past uh, November football jersey. How about that? And then, like I said, all kinds of gear. Thank you to Bethel Academy, Burt Potter, and like I said, the Down East Wood Ducks and John Clemens. And, and I, I, I shouldn't just point out just one because several people did it. Like I said, I went to Kinston and uh, Coach Gieselman and Coach Tindall had a, not just one or two items. They had like four or five items for him. Uh, South Lenore, David Combs had him this sweet, uh, South Lenore hoodie. I mean, it just, I, everybody was just so gracious on top of all that. I go to Southwood church, uh, Susan Baker had gotten in touch with me and they have a ministry where for folks that are going through cancer and everything, Because you know, anyway, they knitted him a university of North Carolina. I know Mr. Clemens, you're not going to like this, but it was so sweet. They know he's a UNC fan. So they knitted him a UNC blanket. So I took that up to my, when I walked into the hospital, I had two bags of gear packed to the gills, probably should have put it in three. Cause it was just all, you know, like I said, shoved in together there, but man, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all those coaches, uh, to John Clemens, to Susan Baker, uh, those coaches, those ADs, who uh, really looked out for Junius yesterday. And now, I he wasn't, like I said, he was so groggy, he wasn't even really able to acknowledge that he'd received it yet, but I'm hoping by tomorrow, uh, when I go back up there, uh, he'll be able to uh, to do that. Listen, if you're listening and you want, to, you want me to send something up there with him, then get in touch with me. That's how Susan Baker did it. She saw that uh you know that we were visiting him up there and uh we were able to take it to him but anyway uh another thing too i know a lot of people and i bet i don't even know on all these posts and then private messages i know i've had 30 people at least get up with me and say hey we want to help uh, what can we do is there a go fund me is there anything like that unfortunately there's not at this moment however there is going to be one so uh uh, as soon as I get that information, as soon as that thing is set up, uh, and I don't know if it's going to be GoFundMe or something like that, one of those devices that we can help this family. And like I said, listen, Junius is out of work right now, and he's going to be out of work for a long time, for a, a, probably at the minimum a couple of months, three months. He's not going to be able to provide coverage. We can help him, and definitely just uh, we want to do whatever we can to help uh, Junius right now in his time of need. But uh, there you go. There's your Junius update. Uh, tell you what, we'll get a Shane Albee here. We're running over a little bit here. So let me get a Shane up here on the line with me as we're doing that though. Let me thank uh, Lenore community college. They are the, uh, the title sponsor of the Brian Hanks show. I'll get to that here in a, in a moment. Uh, Mr. Clemens, you're absolutely right. For 65 years, LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South. 
but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of the beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you, Shane Albee, can change your life today. That's the name they gave me. <laughs> there you go. Sugar Shane Albee joining us this morning here on the Spence Automotive Guest Line. Beep, beep. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. I'm getting Smiling Scott. I'm getting Zach Holcomb. Was it over when the Germans borrowed, Perm Har- borrowed Bomb Pearl Harbor? No. We're going to the city of Spartanburg, man. We're going to shake it up. I like it. I like it. Uh, did you get to listen to a Wade Howells interview yesterday? I, I, I got to listen to the big... I got to listen to the beginning of it. Okay. Um, and I got, yeah, I got cut off. I never got to hear what he's doing now. All I heard was that he had made some decisions to do something else. Um, cause he kind of felt all of this coming down the pipeline. Yeah. And I was, then I was like, don't, you know, I wanted to hear what was going on. Cause I met Wade Howell when the Wood Ducks first came to Kinston and I was working for an auto insurance company at the time. And he came and met with us and, the company I worked with was really close to sponsoring the foul poles. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's a company called Matthews motors and they're in Goldsboro. Um, I was their marketing director and they already had sponsored the foul poles. If you go to the, uh, baseball fields at UNC Wilmington, North Carolina state, and of course, God's country, the university of Mount Olive, <laughs> the foul poles have Matthews motors banners, uh, down, down the um and of course matthews motors is known as the walking man's friend and so they sponsor the walks at all three baseball fields and so they wanted that's what he wanted to do the same thing at uh and of course wade was like accommodating he's like yeah he said we'll create that it wasn't one of his packages he said but we'll make it happen you know and uh of course you see chick-fil-a does a lot of the foul get it foul poles Ah, yes a w instead of a u Right, they do a lot. That's right, they do a lot of that. So, but Matthews, for some reason, uh, he was always bent on foul poles, and so his uh, daughter went to U, um, UNC Wilmington. See, what's the connection? His daughter went to UNC Wilmington, uh, and he lived in Wilmington. He had a house in Wilmington. Uh, big supporter of the Wolfpack, um, and uh, of course, very loyal to Mount Olive because of Carl Lancaster, <laughs> who was his coach, Steve Matthews, his coach at, in high school at Eastern Wayne. And so Carl was very instrumental in getting Steve into college. Um, and so uh, Steve and mentored him, obviously growing up and Steve wanted to give back. And that's why even to this day, Matthews Motors gives the baseball program at Mount Olive a healthy sum every year. That is awesome. Now you're talking about Mincy, right? No, uh, Steve Matthews, Steve um, Matthews, who was the Matthews. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. he was the owner of Matthews Matthews Motors um, in Goldsboro, Clayton, and Wilmington. But he w- he was mentored by Carl Lancaster, who also uh, mentored Steve Mincy. Yep. Yes. Well, see, um, I, was so I, was, to, I was trying to uh, tie that in. You said he was his mentor. I was going to say you mean his mentor. <laughs> there it is. Well, that was so funny, Leo. That last year when Eli Consker was like, uh, some I said something like. He was talking about how the number of stolen bases the Wood Ducks have. And uh, and I said, well, I can tell you why. And he's like, I can tell you why. I'm like, no, this conversation is older than you. You know, <laughs> I promise you, Mincy is doing a lot of what he learned when he played for Carl. I'll tell you what, dude. I actually got a text message yesterday with all the sad things that are happening with the uh, Wood Ducks leaving. I believe, let me, it, it's kind of funny what he said. I mean, uh, I'm trying to find, dude, I've gotten so many text messages. Probably something like, I dodged that bullet. <laughs> no, he said, uh, dang, I leave and everything falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> That's something Carl would say. Yep. And Minchie's very much like him. And, and uh, yeah, I thought about that too, actually. I thought, man, how ironic it was that, Mincy goes away and then, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, why'd they bring the new coaching staff in? Is this, they're like the, uh, the interim, you know, the, the transitional coaches. Well, I'll still never understand. And I mean, this, it is what it is. I mean, uh, thank you, baby. Oh, by the way, Hey, uh, can you be a part of this Shane? Hey, put those headphones over there for a second. I know uh, you're, you're getting is that hot. Is that, is that hot Linda? It is hot Linda. 
Oh, does she look hot today? Let me tell you. They're all giggity, giggity, goo. You'll have to join the Brian Hanks Show OnlyFans account to find out ex- <laughs> other the, the deeper details. There you go. I know I just, uh, uh, Jonathan's uh, headphones were turned up yes. so much there. Shane just blew out your ears, didn't he? he? Did. I saw your eyes. Sorry. Hey, hey, you, ma- you made Linda's eyes bulge, dude. I can imagine, like a, like a, like a Homer Simpson. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. How about this uh, uh, today? Hello, baby. Hello, baby. It's our six-year anniversary. Wow. Congratulations. Next time we, uh, we turn on the video board at Granger Stadium, we may have to. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, yep, today is our six-year anniversary. Yeah. In the year of our Lord, 2017, May 25th, was when the first time that she told me she loved me. Yeah. Wow. You're cool. That's cool. You remember little dates like that. Like, this is the first coffee we ever had. And I always love that you. Yeah. See, well, that's the journalist in him, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I love that he always, I noticed one thing too. That he always says the, uh, he always says that the, uh, this is the day that Linda and I went to the pizza place for the first time. I believe it was in the year of our Lord, 2018. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Well, I am, let me say this, and I, I'm glad that I get to do this here on the air right now. I'm a very lucky man, okay? I, well, you to, you are a lucky man, man. I, you know, if you could see her right now, you would understand, too. She looks good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. She's like, but, don't I always? But, but the thing is, though. The thing about Linda Whittington is, and this is what I would love to say, not she's beautiful, she's gorgeous, but she's even prettier on the inside than she is on the outside. And I've often said, Sugar Shane, I'll be, there's no way I make it to heaven. If there's a heaven, there's no way I make it to heaven, okay? Because I've done, you know, I've done some of that bad Sugar Shane Albee stuff in my past too, okay? Yes, sir, <laughs> like, I understand. Like I'm just throwing you into that there. But it's like, hey. I know who. Hey, leave me, leave me out of it, Neil. I'm leaving you in. <laughs> there you go. But if I do make it in, it'll be because of this sweet woman sitting across from me, and she she'll be advocating, and I think she'll just batter her her uh, baby green eyes, or uh, what do you? What, they're green. Okay. Yeah. yeah, or baby, not baby blues, but her baby. Green yeah, eyes and all that. And say, please, and, land and all that. <laughs> yeah, and all that horrible, creepy stuff on the video monitor, Jesus will just be like, all right, wipe it out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He'll just roll his eyes and go, okay. If you're vouching for him, then I guess he deserves getting in. But I'm I'm very lucky, Linda. I'm very lucky to have you. I uh, If there's a God, and I hope there's a God, he put you in my life. He really did. And I appreciate you more than you know. I mean, you're. you're very I can see Jesus. You having the panel? There's going to be a panel on whether you get into heaven, and then Jesus will be like, "Smiling Scott, what say ye?" Oh, no, Scott will vote me down. So no, don't bring Scott into it. <laughs> <laughs> Please, just Linda, just Linda. But hey, yeah, there you, you go. That's all you need. I love you, Linda. Hey, I love you too, Shane. But I love you, Linda, and I'm very lucky to have you in my life. Okay. As I'm watching Good Morning America and Tina Turner's Simply the Best comes on. <laughs> Shane, I love you, buddy. Hey, thank you, baby, so much, thank okay? You. You're, you're the you best too. executive producer this show's ever had. Oh, thank you. Wait. I'm, <laughs> I'm the only. You're the Howard to his stern. You are the Howard to his stern. Uh, you know that Howard Stern and I share the same birthday, right? I, oh wow! Now that is that not lined up in the stars or what? And how about this? And Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> wow, man! So I yeah, you were was, born to be a talk show. You were born to be a talk host, no I, doubt. I think I was predetermined. I'll let you go, Linda. But thank you so much. Okay. Bye, Linda. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> there you go. <clears throat> that is the best woman in all the land who is showing beautiful forehead this morning. Hmm. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> hey, baby. Shane Albee. Shane Albee. Linda Woody. Did I just. <laughs> I don't know. It's easy to get us confused, man. We're just so hot. You know, I, I know how it is. You, you're like, Shane, is that you? She's like, no, it's me, Linda. You know, and then you're at the ballpark and I'm, you know, doing the dirtiest car in the parking lot. You're like, Linda? And I'm like, no, it's me. I got to tell you something. You know who just took a shot at you, dude? And I'm just looking at my messages here. (laughs) I can imagine. Jason Bryant, he says, doggone it, Shane. Quit giving away free promotions to Matthews Motors. LOL. Yeah, he's my guy. 
Well, he thinks like I think. I get it. I was like, I, I, I resisted for a while. I was like, how do I fully explain this without mentioning a dealership? You know, yeah. mentioning yeah, the name. Yeah, I hated yeah, to do it. It's all good. But he's laughing. He he put the LOL there at the yeah. end of it. So, uh, you know. Hey, listen. Also, Paul Cornwell, how about this? Uh, I don't know. He must be listening right now. The, the Aiden Griffin Athletics Department and FCA wants to send something to Junius. So, um, oh. And I, I've been worried about June, June. I've been worried about Junius too. I feel, you know, um, you talk about, you know, today's program's title is called simply the best. And today we're talking about people in their respective worlds who are simply the best. And he is at what he does. Well, I wanted to give you a chance. I mean, we've talked about, and you talk about a subject you can't talk too much about, uh, our good friend, Junius Smith, the third, who, Really going through a really rough time. Brain surgery. If you're just joining us, brain surgery a couple of days ago. Uh, they brought him out. Of, uh, brought him back yesterday, and uh, very groggy. I was there. I was. I wasn't there for a real long time yesterday. Only for about thirty minutes or so. And uh, he uh, just, you know, it. It's discouraging if you're a non-medical person. You don't know what's going on because he was extremely groggy. And I'm going to pick on him about this. This was kind of cool because everything's going better. Let me say this. The doctors and nurses are extremely pleased. But uh, the nurse <laughs> said, <coughs> you'll love this, Shane. The nurse says, uh, hey, Junius, do you know who's here? And he went, and somehow <laughs> other, she got Brian out of that. And then he's like, can you open your eyes and look at him? But when he, when they, he opened his eyes, one eye was looking one way and the other eye was looking the other way. I am not joking, Shane. It kind of threw me off my game a little bit. Okay. I know what he was thinking at that exact moment. <laughs> What's that? Why are there two Brian's in here? Right, right. I know his first thought was who won the game? Dude, yeah. you will love no, 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 no. I love that you said that. When I visited with him a couple of days ago, the day before surgery on Monday, that's all he wanted to know. He wanted to know, yeah. uh, hey, how did Green Central do in the state yeah. playoffs? How you know? How are the Denver Nuggets doing? Or actually, we talked about that. But he, you, Shane, you couldn't be more accurate. He wanted. Oh, to I know. know yeah. He wanted to know how the coaches are doing here. All that. I mean. Never thinks about himself, dude, and just uh, that's what just makes Junius who Junius is, you know? Well, he cares. He's, I mean, I've told people this over the years as a, you know, even working with the University of Mount Olive and stuff, I've always told people, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not here because I have to be. I'm not on the payroll. I'm here because I want to be. And that's where he is. You know, he covers these games, you know, after working a long day, he drives out to these places and a lot of times more than one place in the night, you know, I would see him. He Like one night we were both covering a, a Southern Wayne, South Lenore football game. And he was there up until about halftime. He says, now I'm going to ride over to Kinston or now I'm going to ride over to Green Central. He's just driving all. And then one night he was going to go to Fayetteville. I mean, he was just all over the place in the night driving on these little, and don't get me wrong. Our great state doesn't have the best highway. So a lot of times you're driving on a two lane road <laughs> at night. I think about, I'm like, wow, you're driving on a two lane road at night in Eastern North Carolina, dodging the headlights so that you can cover, you know, um, a softball game. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, uh, and it just, uh, I hope people appreciate that. I, and I, I think they do to a degree. I wish people would show their appreciation with their pocketbooks or with their wallets. Because they really need to. They need to. They really do. Well, and that's one of the things. And I don't mind. Again, I can't. We cannot talk about Junius enough here, Shane. I, dude, we've we've got to get to subjects that I want to talk to you about here in a second I bet. too. But. Uh, I know a lot of people, and if you've seen the Facebook messages, uh, they people are wanting to know, how can I help? How can I help? Like I said, a bunch of coaches did yesterday here in Lenora County. It was amazing. Two bags of gear that I took up there. And it was funny. Greg Clemens said, because I, I don't know if you heard, but uh, John sent a jersey, a green number 27 Woody's jersey, which – Shane, I gotta tell you, is sweet. I bet I love their. If it's one of those darker green jerseys yeah. that the Woodies wear, those are the. To me, uh, those are, they look. I love the way those look. Well, of course, I'm partial to the color green. You'll love this, dude. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Clemens messaged me and says, "I can't believe you actually gave that one up." <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, wait a minute. How was it? He said it. Uh, uh, I'm surprised the dude's jersey made it out of your car. <clears throat> he's not right wrong. right <laughs> no i love junius but don't think i didn't hey hey shane don't think i didn't look at it for it. a second and go right mm, you know how good do i look on can my I, wall 
Can I bring him something else? <laughs> there you go. Hey, I've got a wood duck <laughs> hat here in the car. I'll give it. No, no, no. I didn't do that. But yeah, it was sweet. So thank you again to all those folks. John Clemens, and, uh, North and North, South North, Kenston, Parrot Academy, Bethel, uh, Southwood Church. They really, uh, it's going to bring a smile well, think, to his face. I think if the GoFundMe gets set up, it's going to go down. You know what I mean? I think I think people because people I love Junior. Going to be shocked, exactly. And yep. I mean, I'm telling you, the first hundred dollars of it is coming from me, okay? And then it's going to go from there. And but the thing is, he he really does need. I mean, he's out of work right now, and I'm telling you, Shane, he's going to be out of work for the foreseeable future. And when I say foreseeable future, I mean I'd say minimum three months, okay? And, oh, easy, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you don't. That's just um, that's major. You know what I mean? He's probably going to have to relearn some things. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's, and that's what they're saying. He, that's what they're saying. Yeah, but hey, he's he's going to draw on that fighting spirit that he's picked up along the way, and we do too. I mean, think about the number of teams we've been involved in, and times we wake up in the morning like I don't feel like getting up, but wait a minute, they get up, yeah. I'm going to get up. Yeah. You know? No. 100%. You couldn't be more right. Shane Albee on our Spence Automotive guest line. Beep, beep. <laughs> Did I do it just so I can hear that? But let me tell you about Spence Automotive real quick. It's where I get my car service. It's where you should go to at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lot. Spence Automotive. Beep, beep. <laughs> Owned by local sports writing legend Keith Spence is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive. Beep, beep. That's 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service when you need new tires, and tell him the Brian Hanks Show and Sugar Shane Albee sent you. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much to Keith for that. And uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, dealer's choice. I tell you, let's put the wrap on UMO. That's with you Ooh. being our UMO expert, man, what a weekend they had. They came up just short of making the, uh, division two world series. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to let you, uh, Shane, you're the expert on this. Tell us about, uh, the end of the, uh, 23 season for this awesome university of Mount Island baseball team. Yeah. I can almost hear Rob Watts saying, yeah, it wasn't what we wanted. Yeah, but uh, by the way, I saw him the other night when Wayne County played. Uh, he was out there. Wayne County Post 11 played Kinston Tuesday night, and Rob Watt was out there, and he looked up at me, and I looked down at him, and we both pointed at each other. He just smiled like, <laughs> Sugar Shane's at it again. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, tough, um, just really a tough ending, and uh, I'm going to say one or two things that if you're a fan of North Greenville, you're probably not going to like. Um but uh, Mount Olive won that first game, thirteen to seven, and I've, and since then there are actually probably four or five guys from UMO that are on Wayne County Post Eleven. And so the other night, Tuesday night, I got to talk to them about what happened. You know, I was literally like, yeah. "Man, that that I mean, what happened happened. Like, what happened?" And here's what they said. I mean, Mount Olive won that first game. After, first of all, North Greenville walked off in the bottom of the, in fact, uh, everybody in the press box at Granger Stadium was asking me, they got into it. Yeah, I'd walk in, they'd be like, hey, uh, how'd Mount Olive do yesterday? Did it win? Wow. I mean, I was like, whoa, wow, that's whoa. Awesome. Yeah, that's they were awesome. asking me, they were asking me. But um, yeah, North Greenville was down to their final strike or final at bat, and their catcher, um, who led all of Division Two baseball uh, in home runs, hits a walk-off three-run homer, and, man, did they uh, – against Georgia, Georgia Southwestern. Yeah, or it might have been a different story. Um, but so, anyway, it becomes a two-out-of-three series, best two-out-of-three. Mount Olive wins that first game 13-7 to seven against their ace. And what it boiled down to is I was talking to um, one of our pitchers on the team, and he was like, yeah. He said, North Greenville really didn't figure out our game in that first game. He said, it threw us a lot of fastballs. He said, he said, but then they figured it out. He said, it threw us nothing but curve, 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 curve. I mean, it threw Mount Olive nothing but a steady diet of curveballs. But according to several Mount Olive guys, who honestly, I don't think these guys would lie. He said, North Greenville had a guy up in the press box. He said, they, he said, they were watching us on TV. He said they were watching us on TV in the dugout and in the press box. And he said, they were relaying signs. Oh man. He said, he said, first we were doing like signs. He said, then we switched to the numbers on the pads. He said, it was everything we could do to try to stay ahead of it. He said, they knew most of the time what was coming. And uh, he said, and their hitters just teed off. And, uh, 
and then several guys said it and they, and so it's just one of those things in baseball that happens that, you know, and there was nothing that nobody did anything about it worse. It would have happened on the, uh, so I say, so I feel like, and, and a lot of the guys will tell you that Mount Olive got Bill Belichick. You know what I mean? So yeah, <laughs> it's one yeah. of those things where it's just one of those things, but they'll, they'll, uh, don't get me wrong. Don't, you don't take anything away from North Greenville's ability and their talent, but, you know, if that was going on, hey, play it straight up. You know what I mean? But Mount Olive had their chances in that final game. Uh, they had runners on second and third. Uh, they had bases loaded and no, no outs. They had runners on second and third. North Greenville saved probably the two best relievers in college baseball for that game. Those guys had not pitched at all. Um, they didn't pitch against Georgia Southwestern. They didn't pitch against us in game one. Um, they didn't pitch against us in game two. They saved them for game three. And you, you talk about a guy, uh, Michael Rodriguez, big left-handed reliever. I mean, he throws like 97, 98. You know what I mean? And it was just um, – but Mount Olive had their chances. You know what I mean? So these two teams, since they started playing each other in 2012, are 23 and 23 wow. against each other. Well, you can't yeah, get when, much more even than that. No, sir, and they're 3-3. Three and three. So both teams know, you know, when, when they're recruiting, they're, they're recruiting for each other. Wow. But let me tell you, make no mistake about it. Now North Greenville gets Belmont Abbey in the Super Regional, which starts this Friday at North Greenville. And Belmont Abbey in their own right. They were the three seed. They've won over 40 games. Wow. So, yeah, and they're kind of playing hot right now. They beat, they upset the number two seed, Newberry. Um, so it's going to be, a, and it's Crusaders versus Crusaders. So we know one thing, the Crusaders. I yeah. when like Tarboro visits Kenson and it's Vikings versus Vikings, or I'm trying to think. Uh, South Nor North Nor don't really have to worry about that that much. But uh, but Arendelle or, or Rendell Parrot Academy has that a lot. They'll, I think there's a couple of teams that are Patriots that come in face them. I, I'm not a fan of that, and I know you're not either as a uh, as a PA guy because you like to say you know with you the Trojans, and if another Trojans comes in, uh, I know that doesn't make you too happy either, do you? Well, it's you're right. It's funny, and when you if you get a chance, if, if some of you are sitting in your office right now or in front of a computer, you want to have some fun. Google Trojan logos, athletic Trojan logos, and it's interesting to see how each team. There's a bunch. Uh, their take yeah. on the Trojan logo. Um, but it's funny. I always had a joke about because it's so funny. There used to be another Trojans in our league. It was Anderson University in South Carolina. They are the Trojans. Okay. Um, but now you got two Crusaders, and I always joke around and say North Greenville really should not be the Trojans. I mean, that should not be the Crusaders. Now Belmont Abbey, if you look at history, yep. they should be the Crusaders because it's a Catholic university, and it was the Catholics under the banner of the Pope that wanted to unify the world under the Pope's banner. And if you look at movies and different series is like that. Um, but the Crusaders, but uh, you know, um, but the North North Greenville, they're a Christian university too, but. They could easily be anything, you know. I mean, they're right there by Clemson. You know, they could be anything but the uh, Crusaders. But it does make more sense historically that uh, Belmont Abbey is the uh, the Crusaders. You know, just like uh, Gangs of New York. Gonna, hey, hey, listen. When you, oh, I love Gangs of New York. But how about you listen to the Brian Hanks show when Shane Albee comes in on Thursday? And what do you get? You get a history lesson too. You don't just get entertained. You don't just Use get the facts. Yeah, you don't just get entertained or get caffeinated. You get you you get wisdom. You get educated when when Shane Albee comes on. I love it. You get Liam Neeson saying, "Prepare to meet the risen Lord." <laughs> hey, guess who I got a message from yesterday, dude? Can only imagine. Brian Rushing. Wow, how about that? Yeah. They still they still use his raise the red at Belmont <laughs> Abbey. He's the one that developed that phrase at Belmont Abbey. Raise the red. Yes, he was, and uh, he wants to come on. He wants to do a home and home uh, show thing. Me come on here. I guess he's got a, a show now called the Rush mm -hmm. Hour in uh, in Gastonia in that neck of the woods. Yeah, it's, I think it's called the Rush Hour with Corky and B Rush. Because I follow, I've seen the, I've seen it. Um, well, there you go. Well, he still does some freelance PA. Yeah. He does still does some PA because they never know. He'll look at, he'll be, he does some D1 and D2 PA. So he's, he's on the, he's on the, and that's probably a sweeter area. Well, I know it is. That's a sweeter area for PA gigs out there. There are more oh, teams yeah. Oh, yeah. per capita in the Western <laughs> part of the state than they have. Oh my goodness. If it was here, I'm going to tell you what Goldsboro, 
would have a team. Every, uh, Greenville would have a team. Hell, these teams would have, these cities would have two or three teams. I mean, it's unreal. Mount Olive would have a team. I mean, everybody, if it was like the western part of the state, it's unreal. You might have to co-host that day with me uh, when I have him on, you know? Let me in, because I, I tell you what, I, he, of course, he's probably afraid I'll bring up the his home run call. when His home run call when he was at Belmont Abbey, it'd be tell, like, tell me about it. Tell me sweet. about it. It was uh, well. It was a kid. I'll never forget it. Belmont Abbey was playing Mount Olive and at Mount Olive one time, and oh my goodness, um, they hit like three homers in an inning against us. And they had a kid named Nick Beinlich. Believe it or not, it was our leadoff hitter, and he had a bomb. And uh, Rush says, Nick Beinlich has just performed the Beinlich maneuver. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did, and and of course, we, as much as we were hating it, we were admiring it too. And he says, and he finished fired, finished it up with his "My sweet mother." That was his um, home run call, which absolutely there was some student interns working in the booth that day and shaking their head like because they heard "My sweet mother" like three or four times in that inning. So they, there, yeah, yeah. I would tell you, a home run call gets. No matter how good it is or bad or good, he gets old quick if you hit you hear it three times in hitting. Unless it's for your team and then you love it. That's right. So anyway, there you go. UMO, their season ended in the uh, Southeastern Regional. Now North Greenville goes on to take on uh, Belmont Abbey in a series, a uh, best of three series this weekend. And then after that, it's the, uh, the Division Two World Series up in Cary. Are you going to be part of that again this year? I will be. I'll be the public address. I've done it every year since 2009. That is awesome, um, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget the first time when I was just like, when they had meetings. You know, Mount Olive was awarded the as the host, and they were having meetings, and I was talking to the sports information director, and I was like, eh, well, you know, I just, because see, that's also the home of USA Baseball. And so I just assumed, you know, you know, hey, I was like, you know, if they, uh, you know, the PA announcer up there, uh, you know, ever gets sick, if you ever need anybody, he's like, as a matter of fact, we were uh, talking about you. I was like, what? And uh, much better PA announcer now than I was then, no doubt. And, uh, but yeah, I've done it. And they've invested, the town of Cary's invested a lot of money in their equipment. I mean, they're mic, they've got like the best microphone. Um, it's unreal. And uh, they've got like a $60,000 computer where they can just program anything into it. It's, I call it Ed 209. Um, and I'm RoboCop, which means that it's a really expensive machine. I can run circles around it, but hey, the town of Cary invested money into this machine, and they're rolling with it. There you you know. Go. Well, I can't wait to get some updates tonight. More than anything, but in the, uh, I guess we got about ten minutes or so left. I just wanted you. This is your opportunity, Shane, to put a wrap on the twenty-two, twenty-three University of Mount Olive uh, athletic season. I mean, with everything. I mean, with baseball wrapping up. I am assuming. That's the final sport, right? It is. I know our track and field um, teams won that. They're like, they have a dynasty. I mean, they've won like four or five in a row conference tournament champ conference championships. Um, It was a great year. I mean, this is the first year in five years that Mount Olive did not win the Joby Hahn cup. UNC Pembroke did. Um, What is that? What is the Joby Hahn cup? It's like the cup. It's like a, it's like a, it's almost like winning the Super Bowl trophy. It gets awarded to the program that has the, the winningest, program like the teams that but and i always thought it was kind of unfair Mount Olive has 23 programs unc pembroke probably has seven you know what i mean but they but every program that they were in they won yeah you know so it's just it's going to be it's always going to be a chase conference carolinas or is that d2 altogether conference it's a conference carolinas award okay okay 23 encouraged me when you said 23 sports i had to look it up because i'm like oh man uh sugar shane's got to be uh hallucinating right now dude 11 men's yeah. sports, baseball, basketball, cross country, golf, lacrosse, soccer, tennis, track and field, volleyball, wrestling, women's sports, basketball, cross country, field hockey, golf, lacrosse, soccer, softball, tennis, track and field, volleyball, and wrestling. I yeah. did not know UMO had women's wrestling. Yeah, and they're fierce. Uh, it's unreal. I'm telling you, if, if you're a sports person out there and you're just like, I just like to go like, like smiling Scott, you just like to roll up to and see something you've never seen before. As much as I love Mount Olive baseball, if you want, if the two sports I recommend you come watch at Mount Olive are, are men's volleyball and women's wrestling. And I would add men's lacrosse. Cause that's like football with sticks, but you watch those, you watch those three sports at the university of Mount Olive or any university. And you're going to walk away just 
just a different person. I mean, it's just unreal. These they take it serious, and they're usually a lot of they're all from all over the country. These athletes. Well, you know what, dude, that leads to the next natural question here, Sugar Shane. As someone who has been as intimately involved with UMO athletics the way you have for a quarter century or more, actually, how many of these have you called of these 23 sports? Okay, give me yay or nay as we get on here. Men's sports, baseball. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> Basketball. Definitely. Cross country. Yes. Oh my God, that's awesome! Well, usually it's when they have like the conference tournament. They'll have like a meet. They'll have like the conference. Like Mount Olive has hosted the conference meets, but like the conference tournament where all the universities come and they Mount Olive on the campus makes a like a path. They all run. I love it. Golf. Never have. Okay, lacrosse. Yes. Soccer. Yes. Tennis. No. Okay. Track and field. That would be hard to call. Track and field. I have, and there's wow. been events like the yeah, they have. There's been um, like the, um, the 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 meter races and tra- and the pole vaults and the javelin. I've done those. It's been a while, but uh, they used to call me in to do it. Dude, that's so awesome! I know you've done volleyball, definitely. Uh, wrestling. I've done men's wrestling. Okay, dude, that's so awesome. Women's uh, basketball, of course. Yes, cross country. Yes, uh, field hockey. I have. It's been a while, but I have. <laughs> God, yep. Dude. Uh, golf. Nope. Okay, that's the only one. Uh, lacrosse? Yes. Soccer? Yes. Softball? Yes, they love you at softball, don't they? Oh, absolutely, and I love them. Well, they love you and all of it, but anyway. There, I mean, softball, you know, there's softball players. Nobody nobody appreciates the public address and all the fanfare and all the show that goes with it than softball players. I love it. Uh, tennis? Yes. Nope. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, uh, track and field? Yes. Volleyball, of course, yes. And wrestling, you already said no. So, dude. Well, twenty-three. Yeah, I haven't done women's wrestling yet. Yeah, there's only five. You've called eighteen of the twenty-three. Dude, I know that is. Why do they not have a statue built to you out there yet, dude? Hello, (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? It's unreal. It's funny. I have a shirt, a green shirt that says Sugar Shane on it, and and uh, people always like Sugar Shane. I'm like, I'm always quick to point out. Yeah, the men's wrestling team gave me this. Wow. They, yeah, I was ordering because a lot of times you can order the the gear through T. Every team has like their own team store now. Um, that's what they do, and they'll open it for a limited time. And and uh, there was an item that I ordered from the men's wrestling team, and they came back and they were like, "Hey, it's not available, but uh, hey, did you want us to put sugar? Sh- well, we can put sugar shane on this." And I was like, <laughs> "Do it, yeah." So I wear it. I, I, I wore it to I wore it to the baseball field. Well, I and know Rob you, you like me. And again, Shane Alvey joining us here on the Brian Hanks show this morning, as he does every Thursday here on the program. Uh, I, I know, you know, you like me, we don't have any kids that we know of anyway. Do you have any kids? That's <laughs> right. Yeah, there you go. But I've got to ask, man, there's these 23 sports. You've called 18 of them. And I know these sports are like your kids, but if you had to pick a favorite out of all these kids, what would be your favorite sport to call on the, on the mic at UMO? Woo! Um, am, I honestly, putting, am I putting you on the spot? No, I would say I'll be I'll be honest with you. I mean, I love my bros, you know what I mean. But I would say probably um, softball. Okay. I mean, it's just unreal how how it's just every little thing they eat it up. I'll never forget years ago. It was uh, I had done a softball game at the early part of the year, and I didn't have the girls walkouts yet. And I just walked over like before the game or in between the doubleheader or said something and the ace of the pitching staff was there. And I said, Hey, sorry, I don't have your walkouts yet. And she looked at me and she said, sure, Shane, we don't care what you play. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. And the other night when we played, um, Mount Isle, uh, Wayne County played Kinston in the opener for post 11 American Legion baseball. Um, all three Gibson brothers from UMO baseball were there. And they grew up with a softball player who had a stellar career at Mount Olive, Cassandra Lasseter. Um, and she was there and she, uh, she looked at me after the game. She said, Sugar Shane, I thought you were going to give me a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, if I catch you in this crowd again, I definitely will. But that's how they think. It's just always, um, they just, and then at the end of last season, I did their senior day and they probably gave me $200 in just gift cards. Um, and each softball player took the time to sign the card and write a little note like, Sugar Shane, we appreciate. And one girl was like, I like when you, 
Like one girl, she always, when she's introduced, her name is Kana Schrock and she always flexes. And so I always say, and now, and, you know, batting third, your first baseman, number 15, watch out for the guns. And she'll flex. <laughs> and she wrote in the card, she wrote in the card, I love it when you say, watch out for the guns. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and that meant something I'd never had in my life, a team. And they wrote, it was like two different cards. I mean, I walked off that field about crying that day that they took the time oh, man. to, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, so I, I, it's, they really, and even I've, I've done some Rosewood softball and I'm about to do probably my third or fourth year of Wayne County American Legion post 11 softball. And they just absolutely light up when you, you mean, when you show up in a softball field, you know what I mean? And, uh, it's just unbelievable how much they care, Absolutely. you know, and don't get me wrong. It's, it's a, uh, it probably said with an asterisk because, you know, I believe Mount Olive baseball. I've always done. <laughs> and a lot of my friends today, you know what I mean? I could, I could run into Jackson Massey in a grocery store and we'll stand there and talk 15, 20 minutes. I saw you know him what I mean? yesterday. I saw him. I believe you came up yesterday when we were, t I talked to him. I went and thought, I think, I guess you saw, I ran around all the high schools and picked up stuff for Junius and got to spend, awesome. some, got to spend some time with Jackson yesterday, dude. Well, you know, I got to PA him for four years when he played American Legion baseball for post 11. Wow. Then he goes to Mount Olive and I believe he redshirted, may have redshirted one year. So we're talking like I PA'd him for like eight or nine years. Wow. So I saw Jackson Massey go in. Hey, hey, to let people know public address. Okay. I just don't want anybody. <laughs> right. Right. Oh yeah. yeah today's world. Yeah. But I saw, I literally saw Jackson Massey go from, your attention, please. Now running at first base, you know, to, you know, tonight's starting pitcher. I mean, what a, what a transition yeah. he made. I mean, can you imagine, I mean, just, and the, the information he has to pass along to these players who don't realize where they are in comparison to where they could be. Yeah. He's that guy, you know what I mean? So it's just, and so even now I'm running to running to guys all the time. And a lot of our, a lot of my guys that I PA for are all, in business for themselves. So Brian, if you need an insurance agent, a realtor, a locksmith, I mean, you wouldn't believe what these guys are doing, man. I'm telling you, there's a whole network. There's a whole, we talk about the coaches that are out there. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of Trojan businessmen that are out there that if you need something, call these guys, you know what I mean? Wow. That's awesome, man. Listen, Sugar Shane Albies, we're wrapping up our first hour. Thank you for hanging out with us a couple minutes or second hour. I feel like I wouldn't be doing a complete job here if I didn't get your thoughts on the Wood Ducks. And uh, with you being the voice of uh, the public address voice of the uh, Down East Wood Ducks. And just the sad news that's come out this week uh, about the team first being sold. And then uh, that the team is being moved to Spartanburg. And I don't know. I just wanted to give you an opportunity just to, to, to throw your thoughts in there. Well, I think it's a, the, the, for lack of a better comparison, I think it's a classic example of why companies like um, Walmart and Target and Amazon are flourishing versus companies. Remember like, uh, you remember like old, like Kmart and Sears and Roses, you know, people, people want the amenities now and they want the, and that's, I think that's what Spartanburg sat back and looked at. And they were like, we want hotels and we want, a lot of cities are doing that. You know, when it's a shame, when you got a city like Spartanburg, it's going to get behind their team and is going to invest the dollars. It's going to say, Hey, we're going to build a stadium and Goldsboro's experiencing that same thing. They lost the wingmen. I mean, they had yeah. a team that wanted to play and now they're going to rebrand. I don't what, blame them. What was the I deal mean, behind, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but what was the deal behind that? Uh, well, a large part of it is um, they initially wanted to play at what is called the C35 facility, the old Eastern Carolina athletic park yeah. and that park and that part of Wayne County. Uh, like the guy said to me the other night, he said, Hey man, we're dry. He said, we're dry. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a big part of it. And of yeah. course they were looking at investing like they had, the wingman had made a, it was like a hundred thousand dollars a year for 10 year commitment. I think they initially even looked at playing at Wayne country day. And cause the guy on the board of directors was like, Hey, we could have used that money. Yeah. Um, cause Wayne country day's baseball field turns out needs a lot of improvements. Their right field fence is only like two sixty. He said, we can't keep balls in the park. He said, and they're undergoing, there's, there's some legal issues going on right now because there's some houses that have had several 
home run balls. Uh, and so there's some neighbors that have not been, so they're playing Wayne country days, playing their home games at ECAP or a C 35 now yeah. because, because of that. Um, so it's just, and I think it's just a lot. Kinston is just the city of Kinston just didn't get behind their team. I don't think they ever thought, ah, we'll never lose them. People love the wood ducks. When in reality, the attendance was never where it could have been. Yeah. I agree. You know what I mean? No, I agree wholeheartedly. I hate to do this. We're going to have to, good. Uh, no, 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 no. Listen, I appreciate you hanging out into this hour. We will talk to you next week. Uh, when we will know about the, when does the college world or when is the, uh, up in carry? Let me get that from you real quick. When do June, you- June 3rd through the 10th. And I'll tell you that Thursday morning, if you I mean, I'll be up in carry, but I can always report to you, give you an update I you love know, on, it. on who's doing what, you know, up there in carry. I love it. So uh, that'll be, and, uh, what, two? No, that'll be next week. Yes, uh, absolutely. I'll be I'll be there a week from this Saturday. I'll drive. Oh, well, I'll do a Wood Ducks game on Friday night, yep. and then I will drive up on Thursday morning. First game is they, they have a weird – well, it's good. Uh, it's like one thirty and 6 are the game times now. So, really? You're there all day. You get there at, like, <laughs> noon, and you're there. It'll probably – and if there's a rain delay, forget it. And, look, I know you got to go. I'll close out the show. I sent you a clip in your Facebook inbox in honor of the great Tina Turner. I know you wanted to talk about her, uh, in her role in Mad Max beyond Thunderdome when she was, uh, um, in that movie. So if you want to play that, the kids these days, they're not going to know. And I hate to do the kids these days thing, but kids these days, they don't know. Just you talk about, she wasn't just talented. She wasn't just beautiful. She wasn't just all of that. She, uh, how you doing, Mr. Mayor? Right over there. Um, she was, she was the whole package. She was an inspiration to everybody, you know? Yeah. Just a strong lady. And I'll be honest with you, man, going back to the eighties, man, when you first saw those legs hit the, hit the pavement <laughs> and what's love got to do with it. You thought to yourself, who is that? Yeah, she, you know, uh, Tina Turner, man, just a, a big loss. And, uh, we'll, we'll talk to the mayor about that here in a little bit too, as he has joined us here, the mayor of Kenston. Listen, sugar, Shane, Albie. You rock, my friend. Uh, we will talk to you next week. And then uh, as, as you're getting ready for the College World Series up in Cary. All right, guys. Support those Wood Ducks before they, uh, while they're still here. Absolutely. Well, the mayor just walked in. He's got a Wood Ducks hat on right now, okay? He's got the right idea. Yes, he does. Okay, Sugar Shane, thank you so much, buddy. All right, take care, buddy. There you go. That wraps up the first hour of today's show. Coming up in this uh, second hour, you just heard me tease it a little bit there. The Honorable Mayor of Kenson, Don Terrio Hardy, will be joining us to talk Wood Ducks, to talk professional baseball here on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.